me you gamble the fucking money. Fucking degenerate. Ladies and gentlemen. Gentlemen and ladies. <laughs> what's up, man? Guys and gals. Hey, Lucky Bo, what's up, man? Nothing. Nothing. Just, uh, you know, locked away in my closet right now. Same. Yeah. Same. Yeah. How's, it, how's the heat over there in that bad boy? Honestly, it's not bad. But I did just come back from the gym, and I just haven't had the time to shower yet, so I'm kind of sitting in my Woo! own juice. You know what I mean? Man's got some sweaty balls going over there, huh? Sweaty balls. Sweaty balls, sweaty balls. Sweaty balls. Um, um, what's up with you, man? How you feeling? Not great. Not great. Okay, what's give us give us a diagnosis here? Um, you know, like people get the flu shot and everything. Yeah, I don't I don't do that. Yeah, me either. But I decided to give myself the coronavirus, and I'm struggling. Don't see, dude. It, you can't joke around about that now. Oh no. Oh shit. No, not not in the Bay Area, bro. Not anywhere, right? Well, I mean, you know, if you're. Yeah, yeah, actually, you know what? You're right. Don't joke about that, okay? I wish I was. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm over here sipping some green tea right now with a little honey. Um, okay. Trying to uh, coat these beautiful pipes that I got so we can uh, deliver a podcast episode because we really haven't recorded together in a while. It's been, uh, well, I mean, you know. Well, I mean, you know. A week and a half. Yeah. When did we record? L- Lukey's trying to say he misses me, you guys. Every day. Every day. Every day. I've true. been to Jeremy's. Before I go to sleep. I've been to Jeremy's house a lot, and he's never been to mine. Well, let's let's just talk about why. What? I'd love to hear. You have a house. You have a house full of women. Oh no. Actually, that's a good reason for me to go over there. So actually, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, I, I'm still waiting for a reason. I've invited him I'm to my kidding. favorite. Shout out uh, Lucas's roommates, by the way. Yeah, Marlon Rach, they're great. Yay! Hey! Yay! Yay! Um. All right, Monday, March 2nd? 2nd, dude, 2nd. it's March. What the fuck? This is March. Was was February a shitty month for you? Uh, no, it was fine. I don't know. Okay, because I, I didn't really like it. You weren't a big fan of February? No, I'm not using M. It's so short. Yeah, well, you had an extra day, so it's leap year. Correct. Yep. Correct, but you know what we get this Sunday? What do we get? This? Oh, Selection Sunday. What is that? Selection Sunday? Yeah, what? what is that? It's when they select the uh, NCAA tournament bracket. Okay, see, Luke, Luke, is, Luke is a man of the pod because that's that's not what I was referring <laughs> to, but it, it had to be something sports-related, so nice. I, it's just Daylight Saving. March way, 8th. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> what do we get this Sunday? March 8th. Um, yeah. Daylight Savings? That's right. Okay, so we gain an hour? We spring forward. Okay, so we lose an hour, but it'll start Correct. staying... The sun will stay out longer. Correct. Which I don't necessarily think we need. It's getting pretty warm out here in the Bay. Yeah, it's been weird. I, and then, of course... I still haven't been up to the snow. You know it's going to... Yeah, snowboard germ. Oh, I'm going to hit up I'm gonna hit up the fucking Tahoe one of these weekends. I'm going to go degen my ball sack off. Oof. I don't know what that means. Craft stable, baby. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I know, I want to go out to, uh, I kind of want to go to Reno for the first weekend of March Madness and just go gamble oh, away. Let's go. Is it, when is it, like March 20th? I don't know, but I'm kind of down. You're oh, down? Fuck. Let's figure that out, and then we'll, we can plan it. Okay. 
Maybe we'll host a live podcast from the craps table. From the craps table. That sounds... Just kidding. Maybe we can do one from the the hotel room. That sounds awesome. Um, There's a nice club at this place called the GSR, Grand Sierra Resort. Okay. It's very Vegas-like. Sounds great. Yeah. Anyways, let's get to today. Yeah, let's get to today. Um, Should we start with kind of just recapping the last week, or we've been talking about also getting further in depth as to how to bet and yeah well i think the people know we've been releasing picks on our instagram uh i actually had a pretty solid week last week until i decided to put most of my money on davidson and they got crushed mm-hmm. um so lukey Bo, keep up with the picks i'm taking a little breather off the picks for a little bit okay yeah, what bet am I currently sweating over right now as we are recording? Um, Let's hear it. At least, at least I need, I have three different bets going on the NC State Duke game. Oh boy. I need NC State to, at minimum, my bigger bet is just as long as they don't lose by more than 19 points, I'll be alive for my teaser. But I also have them straight up plus 12, 12 and a half, no, plus 12. And then I have them second half plus seven, which isn't looking very good. Did they recently play each other? They, I feel like I bet on NC State recently. They did, and NC State um, won. Did not cover. No, they won. Oh, that's right. That's the. Oh, that's right. They killed Duke. Yeah, and they were winning most of the first half. Duke ended up going into the halftime with two-point lead, but now Duke is okay. up 18 with three minutes left. Okay, well, I hope you get it. And then for those listening, you should definitely... You will know, by, you will know in the next five minutes or so. Okay, got it. Okay, yeah. so we'll know it during the pod. Mm-hmm. Great. Great. Good for you, man. Good luck. Thanks, bud. Um, yes. So uh, we'll be talking about some back, you know, just some stuff in regards to, you know, terms that we use here that maybe some of you don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Yeah. Something we probably should have done in the first couple of the Gen Life episodes. I think we were planning on doing that, but we just got so, you know, pick heavy. It was football season. Yeah. You know? We didn't have time for that. So the dead season where we're, we're going to give you that. We were too excited by the wave of gen life that we uh, got a little off track. I miss football so much. What are you talking about, man? XFO went hard this past weekend. Okay. Anyways, anyways. Speaking of speaking of uh, missing football, NFL Combine last week. Boom. <coughs> oh God, here it comes. I'm, I've been trying to hold back. Um, yeah, NFL Combine uh, for people if you don't know what that is. The so-called best players in best prospects in college football are invited to Indianapolis, where mm-hmm. all the coaches and scouts show up and they perform a bunch of uh, somewhat ridiculous and some important um, drills and runs and lifts. Which which is the most ridiculous to you? Is that's what I'm wondering. Oh man. Um, The most ridiculous has to be, I mean, obviously the quarterback measuring their hands, just thinking from a quarterback standpoint. Um, Well, I get it. I mean, yeah, but then quarterbacks with smaller hands have proved to be just as successful as quarterbacks with bigger hands, so. Well, okay, so I think some of them are very positional dependent. Yeah, like where. Do you really need to know how fast uh, an offensive lineman or a defensive tackle is no with a 40 yard dash no like i get maybe like for run blocking you know going upfield 
you want some speed from your lineman. But like, I mean, really, like, is it is it that important? Yeah, maybe like the ten yard sprint. Right. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like something like that. But you got some freak athletes out there, man. The guy from Louisville. Did you catch his forty yard dash? I did, but let's go ahead hit him with it. So this guy, I don't know his name. Forgive me. I mean, even if I saw it, I think I I remember it was hard to pronounce. It, it, it was. Here, I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> But he, he's from Louisville. I'm pretty sure he played left tackle. The guy ran a 5-1 40-yard dash. And for those that don't know, um, an offensive lineman, this guy, I'm almost positive, was above six foot five. Yep. And I'm almost positive he's over 350 pounds. Mm-hmm. He is, I'm, I think they said 17% body fat. What? Yeah. Like, he was lean. Maybe 17, maybe 19 was the number. But still, like, that's that's ridiculous. And he ran a 5-1. Now, just to give you some perspective, uh, running backs, wide receivers, cornerbacks, faster players, they are, you know, as good as a 4-3 and as high as a, you know, a 4-9. This guy was right there with him and about 200 pounds heavier. Yeah, I mean, he. I'm just. I looked it up for you. So he is six seven, three hundred and sixty four pounds, and ran a five one forty. Which, in all honesty, I don't think I could go run a five one forty right now. No, no way. Yeah. Can you can you give us his name? It was uh, Mackay Becton, of course. Okay, that wasn't as crazy as I thought. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the guy's an absolute monster. But like, what does that really mean for alignment? Like you were talking about. Right. No, I mean, honestly, like, like functionality of it, I think he'd be great as a run blocker moving up the field. But, I mean, how often? I mean, you're going to do that how many times a game? You know what I'm saying? 20 at most? Yeah. 25? Mm-hmm. So, um, other combine stuff. Joe Burrow. Yeah, we were talking about earlier the uh, measuring of the quarterback's hands. This is always a fun one. Uh, Joe Burrow, the consensus Pretty much consensus, number one pick. Oh, he's the number one. Yeah, the, Mr. Heisman um, measured in at a nine-inch hand. So do we have a comparison for those that don't understand that? Yeah, I have 10-inch hands, so I'm a, I'm just oh, a... F- are you are you joking or are you serious? I'm joking. Um, okay. So what you're measuring... You actually have pretty small hands, Luke. No, I think I come in at like eight and three quarters or eight and seven eighths. Okay, I'm about half that. Yeah. <laughs> Guaranteed, guaranteed. Yeah, I got baby hands, but they're strong. There's a. I was reading a story recently about. I forget the guy's name. He came in for the Broncos before uh, before Drew Locke was ready, but he had a hand masseuse massage his hand out after he measured in at a small hand size at the combine, and everyone was making fun of him, and he gained like another quarter inch of hand Here. size. <laughs> Come on. So it's all about. It's from the distance when you spread out your hand from the tip of your thumb to the tip of your pinky. Got it. So, I mean, I guess you could massage your hand out. Um, Herbert has got some monster hands. Yeah, but he has so many traits that I don't like about a quarterback. So, it's like... Okay, you tell me what those are. I want to know. <sighs> he doesn't really seem super confident in himself sometimes. Like, he doesn't seem like he really controls, like, the team and the offense. He's almost, like, right. kind of just quiet and composed, which is cool. Like, I, I'm all about composure and quarterback, but... A lot of times when Oregon, like, gave up a lead or fell behind, he didn't really look like he was ready to be the man to take over. Okay, so like an intangible, essentially. 
Yeah, and he made too many poor decisions. Like, there was just Oregon, I don't know. Anyways. He's got the build. Yep, he's got the build. He's going to go top five. Sorry, I'm over here sweating this game out right now. Miss a free throw, damn it. Um, <laughs> the true love life of fucking a sports better while on the podcast it's up to date folks update duke 85 nc state 69 duke missed oh. a free throw that's what i'm talking about that's huge okay okay i gotta keep it 19 or less people 19 or less one minute remaining anyways Oof. combine looks pretty solid i think this year there's just a lot of ridiculous talent from the receiver most position. times you'll know some drafts have a you know just a a heavier positional type of, um, what, what am I saying here? Like an advantage. For example, I mean, some years you've got better wide receivers, like this year. Some years you've got better corners, better D linemen, O linemen, whatever it is. I think it's pretty well rounded this year. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it is. I mean, big, big time depth at the receiver position. You got Ceedee Lamb, Henry Ruggs, and then Jerry Judy. Um, Obviously, Ruggs and Judy were both at Alabama together. You see, Judy right. Judy says he's a he's a Christian, but everyone calls him um, Jew or Jew man. So he wears right. That's why he wears the Jewish he star. He wears the Jewish star around his neck, which is classic. Um, C.D. Lamb is ridiculous, by the way. That guy's gonna be nice. <coughs> DeAndre Hopkins 2.0. Yeah, it's a good comparison, actually. All right. That's it's not me. I'm not gonna take credit for that, but yeah. First reported by Jeremy. No, don't do it. Don't do it. All right. I like to All give right. my credit. It's at 19. You. It's at 19. Hopefully Duke just dribbles it out. Doesn't make a basket. <laughs> I wish I was watching this game. All right. The game ended at 19. I lost my two small bets. My big bet's still alive. Whew. Okay. Call it a wash. I sent. I sent Jeremy a... Uh, a screenshot of my betting day on Saturday. And I think I had 10 bets made and I ended the day plus $2, which is just, sometimes you just got to get by, by the skin of your teeth, man. Well, and sometimes you just got to learn to accept that a positive day is a positive day. Oh yeah. $2. Uh, you could have lost all 10 bets. That's true. See, look at that. Got a Glass by. half full. Glass half full. Um, the story of the combine though, Oh, oh, yeah, I can't wait for this. Might have to be... I mean, the Combine's famous for asking ridiculous questions. Um, remember, they asked a guy one time about if his mom was a prostitute. That was... Oh, my God, that was like two years ago. Yeah, that was a big one. They just... They want to see if they can get a rise out of you, see if you have, like, temper issues or whatnot. And then they also just ask ridiculous questions, which they asked Trey Adams, the offensive tackle for Washington Huskies, who was a big-time recruit out of high school, Guy's just a behemoth of a man. I think he's like 6'8", 300 pounds. Big boy. They asked him what would he change about his body if he had the chance. And Jeremy, what did he say? Um, I think he said something about his penis. Yeah. <laughs> if you can change anything about yourself, what would it be? Uh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Bigger dick. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Can't hate him for being honest. No. No. Well, here's what I'm wondering. The guy's the guy's a massive human, yes? Mm-hmm. How big do you think his dick is now? I don't know. It's, so is he being greedy? 
Maybe it just looks so small compared to the rest of his body. <laughs> this is what you get on the DJ Life podcast, folks, <laughs> talking about offensive lineman Cox. But would there be a worse feeling in the world? And, like, obviously, me and you don't have to put up with it because we're not that giant of humans, but think about a girl going. Oh, being that big and it's just so small? Yeah. Like a girl oh. going into hooking up with a, a big dude, and she's like, ooh, this thing's Micro-peen. about to be thicky thick. Micro peen. And he just pulls it out and just like a normal, it's a normal penis. No, not normal, micro. No. And that's talking penis. Anyways, that was, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's tough. Um, well, anything else combine wise? Combine wise? No, nothing else that really stood out. Oh, wait, well, you never mentioned about why Joe Burrow was talking about his hands. Oh yeah, that was, that was great. Let me pull it up really quick. Yeah, get the actual quote here, buddy. All right, yeah, Burrow, after measuring in his hand at nine inches, said, tweeted, he tweeted this out, considering retirement after I was informed the football will be slipping out of my tiny hands. Please keep me in your (laughs) thoughts. (laughs) Kid's got a personality. He does. He's great, man. He's so fun. Yeah, well, I'm looking forward. I think today was, uh, or tomorrow might be franchise tag day. Mm-hmm. So that'll open up, and then I think we get free agency right around the corner. Is that true? I'm not sure, to be honest. Okay. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's I'm the whole... I'm pretty sure it goes free. I think we go tags, we get free agency, yeah, that's, and then we go draft. That's the whole Tom Brady uh, Tom, Bra- oh, God. Tom Brady talk. Okay, Where's he going? Let's make, it, let's make it quick. Where's he going? Tennessee. What? I mean, you asked me. Where, where else would he go? I know. I just want to hear your what's the thought process here. Um, not too far away from home, Nashville. Even though it's you know Midwest is still kind of a home, a bigger city. Where's home? East Coast. Oh, okay. I mean, Bay Area is not home anymore. Sorry, bud. All right. Well, I'm just saying. Neither is fucking Tennessee is a pretty good one away from New England. Yeah, but it's still closer than anyways. Uh, and then Vrabel, he's got Vrabel as his head coach, I and they made the they made it to the West, the, the AFC Championship. Yeah, he's got all the supporting yeah. pieces. I'm a, I'm a, I wouldn't bet on it. I mean, I think they're number two in the running behind New England right now. No, I think the Colts are up there. Oh wait, I'm sorry, we're talking about the wrong person. I'm thinking Philip Rivers. Yeah, which I wanted to bring up. Um, yeah, you know what? I like Tennessee. I wouldn't – I don't see it happening, but the thing that makes me think that the Raiders would do it is obviously because, one, they're the Raiders. <laughs> but, two, the reason why I think Tom would do it is because, one, it's a team that isn't bottom of the barrel as much as I hate them. Yeah. And it's a brand-new market. It's Vegas, uh, you know, big city. And I think that it's like kind of like a bright lights type of thing for Tom. I mean, I think obviously winning is his number one choice. Um, so I, it's definitely got to be a contender. But I like the Tennessee one now that I kind of have thought about it for a little bit. Yeah. P. Rivy though. P. Rivy. He's going to the Colts, right? I think that's the leading thing. Maybe the Bucks as like a number two. Well, Jameis, they're trying to decide if Jameis is going to get the tag or if Shaquille Barrett is going to get the tag. Now they're kind of lean. I just saw reports that they're leaning on getting rid of Jameis. 
I heard I saw that too. But what, which I don't blame them, but they would need to get one of Tom Brady and Philip Rivers, which they're not going to be getting Tom Brady, so they need to get Philip Rivers. And Philip Rivers at this point in his career, I mean, he's not throwing that many less interceptions than Jameis. Absolutely. But uh, one thing that made me laugh earlier, ESPN reported Philip Rivers hasn't ruled out retirement. Like what kind of what kind of report is that? James, Philip Rivers hasn't ruled out not having another kid. He hasn't ruled out. It's just like super vague and just like he hasn't ruled out getting rid of rice from his diet. Yeah, it's like just so <laughs> just so if he does retire, they can be like, hey, reported here first at ESPN. Yeah, seriously. I honestly, I am so glad I stopped leaving Sports Center on and all this bullshit and ESPN. Yeah. They're just I fucking hate him. <laughs> Terrible. Um, Anyways, I think that's all the football we got today, huh? Yeah. Do you want to get into how spreads work and all that jazz? Let's go baseball real quick. I just want to mention a couple things. Oh, yeah, the Anthony Rizzo thing. Well, I love I love Rizzo, by the way. I've always been a fan of Anthony Rizzo. Yep. Uh, he's been on my fantasy team before. Shout out. And, uh, yeah, he was talking some shit in the batter's box. But I liked how, like, chill he was about it. He wasn't trying to be a dick. I think you can drop the clip now. <laughs> I'm doing some math in my head. What are you going to throw? What do you got? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I knew. Someone thanked for me. Well, let's give a little uh, uh, give a little backstory as to what was happening. Well, everybody knows about the Houston Astros and being some cheating-ass motherfuckers. Yeah, the trash can bang, which we talked about. Yeah, so he was in the batter's box, and... Uh, He's trying to calculate what pitch he was going to get thrown. Well, what, were they playing the Astros? No, 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 no. But, oh, but, that would have been so much but better. But Major League Baseball is trying to stay relevant and be like other other leagues where they have mic'd up players. So they decided to give well, spring I like training. That. Yeah, it was that's cool. the first time I've ever seen that. But it's only going to be spring training, right? Yeah. That's bullshit. Dude, they are so prehistoric. So they had him talking to, what's her name, Jessica something, up in the, up in the box. Alba? <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? I know. I was like, <laughs> I'm looking at Jeremy's face Lucas right is, now. Lucas's heart was about to drop. Well, no, I'm looking at Jeremy's face right now, and he kept such a straight face when he said it. I'm like, is this guy fucking serious? No, well, uh, the best part, though, is that you can see my face, but I cannot see yours. So. Yeah, it's just like black over here. Um, yeah. Um, speaking of Astros and getting hit, so I believe it was like Thursday or Friday, sometime last week, later in the week, <laughs> uh, Bleacher Report betting, or somebody tweeted out, that the Astros have already been hit by seven pitches in spring training so far. <laughs> it's only going to get worse once the regular season comes. Yep. I would. Uh, I think there also there's been a line set on the over/under for hit by pitch for the Astros. Uh-huh. So check your books, folks. If that's a bet that you want to make, then uh, then do it. <laughs> yeah, that'd Go be over. that'd be a hell of a season bet. Speaking of season bets. Futures. How do you feel about futures for baseball or any sport? I mean, I like them just so it makes the season more interesting with baseball because I can get right. pretty easily tuned out. Well, and then I think it's kind of easy to point out some like legit dumpster fires. For example, the team across the bay that I don't like very much, the San Francisco Giants. Gonna be an ugly year. Dude, again, I don't, I don't know anybody that they've added, and they lost Mad Bum. Yeah. Yeah, their pitching so, is pretty bad. Obviously, check the the amount of wins that they're looking for, but uh, 
I think those are fun bets to make, especially like Lucas said, it keeps it interesting uh, within the season. Speaking of Mad Bum, did you hear about that story recently with him? Yeah. What was the, what was his alias name? Do you remember? No, I can look it up really fast. I want to say it was like Miles. No, that's definitely the running back for the Philadelphia Eagle, Miles Saunders. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm wondering, like, what was the disguise while he was at this rodeo? Like, what was? Mason. What did he do to hide himself? Mason Saunders. Did he put his hair in his hat? Mason Saunders. Mason. Oh, I was close. Yeah, you were close. No, they said most people knew it was him, but there was an unwritten rule in the rodeo community not to talk about it. Shut up, really? Yeah, apparently the rodeo community. Wow, whoever that dickhead was, that, what a dick. That let it slip, yeah. Yeah, fuck, what an asshole. Yeah. Anyways, that's all the baseball I got for you. And, yep. I say we just kind of just wrap things up, nice, short, and sweet, and we just kind of talk about just basics and betting. Basics and betting. It. Basics and betting with your boy Mac Germs and Loki Bo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so let's just pump them out real quick. All right. Spread. What is a spread, Lucas? Okay, so I actually described this the other day to a, a member at Orange Theory because she was like, my brothers tried to explain it to me and I have no idea what it means. So let's say two teams are playing each other. The Let's say the Chargers and the Raiders in football. Correct. Obviously, if you want to bet through, let's just say, obviously Vegas, you can't just simply go and put money on the Chargers straight up to win. If the Chargers, I mean, are the, you can. If the Chargers are the better team, though, Vegas wants to even out the line. Correct. So they're going to predict on that given day that the Chargers are, let's say, seven points better than the Raiders. Whoa. Okay. What do you want? So let's say the Raiders. No, no, no. Are... I'm joking. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just adding commentary. Keep going. So that given day, the Chargers are seven points better than the Raiders. So the line is at Chargers minus seven points. So you Correct. so you can place your bet if you just want to bet the spread straight up that the Chargers either are seven points better or the Raiders are not seven points worse than the Chargers. Nice job. You almost fucked that up. Yeah, I know that was tough actually. Yeah. So what? goes into that is obviously the the two teams that are facing each other most times aren't evenly uh, matched. matched. Yep. One team is the underdog, one team is the favorite. Mm-hmm. So anytime the team is a favorite, they're always going to be at a minus spread. Like Lucas said, the Chargers were a minus seven in this scenario. The underdog obviously gets the points. So in this case, say they played each other, the Raiders can't lose by more than seven. Chargers have to win by more than seven. Yeah. But what's important about this is what we call the juice. Uh-huh. So the juice, a.k.a. the odds that you get, are essentially going to tell you how much you make off your bet based off how much you actually put down. So, for example, Lucas thinks the Chargers are going to win by more than seven. Yep. Lucas comes to place a bet with your boy. He wants to put down $100. The juice is almost always going to be what we call a minus 110. So, Lucas, do the math for the people. If you bet $100, how much are you going to profit? 90. Thank you. I hope you guys can do the math there. But if you can't, just know that there's something called the internet. And you can go on, so let's, and you can look, let's, and you can look up an odds predict, or excuse me, you can do a... Uh, 
What is that? An odds calculator. Let's flip it though. So, or you could you could bet a hundred and ten dollars to win a hundred. Bam! Wonderful. Yeah. Great job. Yeah. But you can look up odds if they're not always a minus one ten, because sometimes you'll see them at different numbers, and you could just look it up and see how much you're actually going to win based off that. Now, if you didn't want to deal with the spread, there was something called a money line. Lucas, what's a money line? <laughs> If you don't want to bet the Chargers seven points better than the Raiders in that situation, you can bet them straight up to win, but the odds are going to be terrible. So you'd maybe have to bet, say, $350 to win 100 Correct. But it depends what the money line odds are. Usually, every half of a point is going to equal a, about a minus 10 odds. I don't want to do the math on this one, no. but essentially just know that the bigger the spread the worse odds or the better odds you're going to get depending on what side you do a straight up pick but just know that all they have to do is win there is no having to deal with any points yeah that was solid yeah we're we're doing okay i hope <laughs> yeah yeah this i'm trying to really dumb it down here yeah who knows if it'll work but anyways moving on you hear us say over under a lot so in that reference, we're talking about the total for a specific game. Let's go ahead and continue to use the Chargers-Raiders example. And let's just say the total was set at 50 points. Yeah, so Vegas is basically saying that they're predicting that the total amount of points scored in that game will be 50. Correct. So you can bet that there and will be more than 50. Decide, okay. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you can bet that there will be more than 50 points scored or less than 50 points scored. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Great job. Thanks, man. The one thing I want to add on to that is that Vegas knows all. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what they use, who sets it, what technology, algorithms, whatever the fuck it is, but Vegas is Vegas for a reason. And they do not get taken advantage of. So, just know that whatever numbers they're putting out, like you can check them and do a little data on it, but they're pretty close to what the total or the spread is almost every single time. Yep. Um, which is why they're so fucking rich. <laughs> I think that's actually good for today. We can move on to like the more advanced stuff later on. Yeah, those are the basics. Well, uh, we can talk about what, like parlays and teasers and maybe even round robins next time. Yeah, see, we did over-under, we did spreads, we did some juice, and then we did a straight. We, we can talk about parlays, and um, I'm going to get super technical the next time. And we could talk about some reverse line movement, some steam, and we could talk about some run and pick line or puck line for uh, hockey and baseball. Talking stakes with germ. Talking. We should make a whole new podcast. Yeah. Talking sticks with Talking germ. Talking sticks with germ. All right, folks. Short and sweet today. That was a quick recap and uh, the basics of betting. And uh, maybe we can get an interview out to you next time. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Well, hey, Lukey Bo, take care of yourself. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and don't forget, it could always be worse. <laughs> and that'll wrap it up. Woo. Later, guys. It's the time of the season When love runs high In the dark, give it to me
let me try. 